So good morning, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Simple Talk. Today, we are talking with Chantelle Frazier, the owner of Empowered Path, and uh, let's get started. So Chantelle, why did you decide to become an entrepreneur? My husband teases me and says that my whole life has been military because I grew up in a military family, and then I spent 28 years in the military, and when it came time for me to become a veteran... I, I was trying to figure out what I was going to do, and, and he said, okay, so all you know is the military. He said, what's your dream job? So my husband asked me, the human resources person, what's your dream job? <laughs> so I described it, and he said, hmm, have you considered working for yourself and starting your own company? And I realized, yeah, I could do that. I could create my dream job by becoming an entrepreneur. So I did. Awesome. That's awesome. I think that's how it goes for most people. You're like, oh, that's a thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, so tell us about your journey from when you started. It was really interesting. And um, I'm going to use a few military terms in here because it helps describe what I've gone through. Recently, I've been posting about feeling like it's. I spent a long time in recce. I've never been the type of person to start off in a sprint. I always spend a long time building up momentum, figuring out where I'm going. And then when I hit my stride, you can't stop me. I'll just keep going and going and going. And when I started my company, my thought was, I'm going to base a company on speaking and training, and I'll write if I have to because those were the things I most enjoyed about being in the military. And, and I distinctly thought writing if I had to, because at that time in 2012, when I became a veteran, I thought writing was writing human resources policies. So I, I, I could do that, but I didn't really enjoy it. And I wanted to do stuff I enjoyed in my business. And what I've come to realize over eight and a half years is that there's an audience that wants to listen to me speak and is willing to pay me to speak and train them. And I cover topics like Indigenous inclusion and leadership and networking and career development, and mentoring, uh, and a few others. So, so I cover those topics, all of which I'm really interested in and do a lot of reading and research and have personal experience with. And then I discovered over that eight and a half year period that writing could be fun. Writing could be a blog. Writing could be a microblog on Instagram. And so I'm, I'm practicing my writing skill by writing about things that I love and I'm interested in and can share. And, and I drafted a book and my editor prompt um, gave me another deadline extension. So hopefully by the end of this summer, I'll have finished my editing and flipped it back to her so that she can um, massage it and it'll be ready for publication, hopefully by the end of the year. Wow. Awesome. I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so do you have any, sorry, what is one piece of advice you wish you had before you started? Uh, I find that good advice gets repeated many times. And sometimes I need to hear it many times before it um, before I can grasp that advice and really use it. <laughs> so I heard back in 2012 and all the way along in 
invest in your business, invest. And I kept thinking cash flow must be here before I invest there. Mm-hmm. And the pandemic gave me time to realize that no, I could invest now. Cash flow is good. Cash flow is really important. But if I really want to scale my business and grow my business, I need to invest in help from people who are really good at things I'm not good at doing or don't enjoy doing. And, you know, like a virtual assistant. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and get their help so that I can concentrate my efforts on the things that I now love to do, which is speaking, training and writing. Cause now I love writing because I'm looking at it from a different perspective than HR policies. So yeah, invest in help. And, and that includes investing your own time and energy into the projects that you're really passionate about. So you might not be able to pay yourself for your own time and energy at the beginning. Uh, and you might have to um, finance the investing in help and by getting help from others at the beginning. But if you invest in, in that strategically, invest in that help strategically with a plan so that you're going to earn the money back to, to uh, pay back that investment, it's really worthwhile. And, and I found that just the, just the changing that mindset from wait for cash flow to invest now has the ROI, sorry, return on investment has been phenomenal. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you there. It's always like, can we afford this? Can we afford to not do this? You know? Yeah. You have to invest in your business. Um, so final, um, what are any tips or pointers you have for other entrepreneurs? Okay. So this is my top tip for anybody, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're somebody looking for a career change, is do some strategic networking. And I don't mean going out and giving everybody you meet a business card or or matching your phone so you can share information or um, doing a 30-second elevator pitch to everybody that you meet. What I mean is going out, putting yourself out there, whether you're doing it online like many of us have learned to do over the last year or you're doing it in person. Put yourself out there and get to meet people who are different from you, who have different skill sets from you, who um, have different connections than you do. Because the more you create meaningful, valuable relationships with others, the more there's opportunities to help them and for them to help you. And sometimes you don't know how that's going to work out. Sometimes you meet somebody like I, I met Jenny because we had a a client in common and who introduced us. And I love Jenny. Jenny's fabulous. <laughs> uh, and so I'm going to use a little bit about our story, Jenny. So we met because we shared a client. I won't say who, but we shared a client and we met and we, we did some networking at different events over the last couple of years. And I watched in awe as you grew your business and thought, this is amazing. And then when it came time to find help for a, a not-for-profit organization that I volunteer with, I said, Jenny, can you and your team help? And you were right there to help. And when it came time to, to look for more board members for that not-for-profit, Jenny, you were right there saying, yeah, pick me, coach. So, so, you know, when, when we met a couple of years ago, I I didn't go into it thinking, Ooh, I can, I can leverage Jenny's resources. I went into it thinking, wow, Jenny's a cool person. I want to get to know more about her. And over time, I feel like we've, we've built a reciprocal relationship where we're both helping each other succeed and thrive. And and that's what networking is about. When I go to networking events, I'm like, who wants to be my friend? I'm here to have drinks with the ladies. (laughs) 
and, and meet who I can. It's like a fun night out, right? You need those fun night outs when you're an entrepreneur. But yeah, like I that's exactly right. It's not always about selling. It's just about meeting people and learning about their skills. And why did you get into business? That's the most exciting part for me. Tell me about your business. Yay. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me today, Chantel. Um, and I hope you have a great day. Thank you. It's a lot of fun. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. For more tips, check out our blog at simpledesk.ca and subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any of the action.